We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. All right, welcome to the HodgePodge podcast. I'm your host as always, Dylan Hodge, but you guys already know that. You can follow me on Instagram, and I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. You can follow the podcast as well at the HodgePodge podcast. If you like what you're listening to right now, why don't you give me a five-star review wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, which I don't know when I'm going to put these YouTube videos up. I'm so far behind on YouTube videos. I need to just take a day and just upload them all. Uh, why don't you just hit that subscribe button and hit that bell right there. That's going to send you notifications every time I do put an upload up when I do. I appreciate you guys for being here and joining me today. We've got spoiler talk here on the podcast for Spider-Man No Way Home. This movie is a breathtaking movie, and you're going to hear me talk all about it. Uh, You're actually going to hear, before I do this, I did an initial reaction to my thoughts of what I expected the film to be before I went to the movies and saw it. So you're going to hear that first. Also, there's not going to be any Hawkeye... uh, episode five review that we're going to do five and six next week on the podcast so look forward for that without further ado let's go ahead and get into this thing with the podcast right now spider-man no way home spoiler breakdown right here right now minutes away from leaving to go see spider-man no way home um (laughs) it's saturday i wasn't able to see it i've been in texas and i talk um you'll hear yeah if you listen to the introduction you heard me talk about that um but i've been in texas for some business and i wasn't able to um, see it thursday or friday night so i'm watching it on saturday afternoon at 1.20, and I couldn't sleep last night, um, and, and I know I at three for two things, superhero movies and wrestling, and this is one of those nights, or days, afternoons, whatever you want to call it, that 
I'm I'm acting three. I'm very nervous. Um, I'm excited about this. Um, very excited. Um, apparently, if you've watched the original, you know, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, you waited for twenty years to see the culmination of the Spider-Man movies. Um, so this is a spoiler-filled episode. Um, you guys know every every big Marvel movie. I will do a uh, a Monday will be you know the, the following Monday will be the big spoiler episode breakdown, um, and we're doing that this you know Monday. And um, so this is my initial reaction before going in to see it. Before I leave to go see Spider Man No Way Home is um, I don't know what to expect. I've been watching. Uh, I, I've stayed off of social media. Um, for the past three days, um, and I've tried to stay off YouTube a little bit um, and TikTok because they like to uh, spoil things as well. But I did get on YouTube and watch a couple of spoiler-free um, reactions, like or reviews, because people uh, like they went to the, uh, the the premiere day and all of that, and so. This is, um, apparently they said this is the greatest superhero movie to ever be made. This is the greatest Spider-Man movie to date. Nothing can beat it. And we're going to see about that. Um, it's currently, got, I think it's currently sitting at 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's what, it was 100% the day it came, uh, the, the premiere day. Um, so... We're going to see what's going to happen to the Spider-Man series uh, after this. Because you guys know Tom Holland has signed on for a few more Spider-Man movies. But let that be the case. My initial reaction is I don't know what to think at the moment. Um, I'm a little apprehensive because what if it doesn't meet up to my standards that I want it to reach? Um, but again, what if it blows it out of the water? And so I'm here to say I'm hoping it goes great and in about... 25-ish minutes, I'm about to leave, and I'm going to go ahead and watch Spider-Man No Way Home, and you guys will get my reaction after I watch it. That's going to be a few hours for me, um, at least five or six, because i got to do some stuff in town before the movie, um, but it's just going to be a snap of a finger right here for you guys, and here is the spoiler reaction to Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I don't know where to start. Um, I just got back from watching Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, first off, I've just got to say, excellent job from Tom Holland. Um, I think Tom Holland is probably the best actor to portray Spider-Man. You can argue Andrew Garfield, um, but I, they're, they're all good in their own, in their own, you know, perspective, but I think Tom Holland showed that he was not just a Spider-Man actor. He was an A-list Hollywood actor in the near future. Um, also, the, the, the portrayal of the return of Green Goblin from Willem Dafoe. 
I mean, that was that was a beautiful masterpiece. Um, so first off, I want to start off with just kind of giving my thoughts on the movie before we get into the kind of the spoilers aspect because this is the spoiler breakdown of Spider-Man No Way Home. So my first initial reaction, um, like, I, like I come on here, you know, earlier and gave my what what what's going through my head before I watch it. Um, ooh, the movie was 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 fantastic. Um, now I, I did watch some movie reviews beforehand, and people were saying it was the greatest superhero movie of all time. Um, I will have to agree. I will also say it's the greatest Spider-Man movie to ever be made, and to ever be released, and to ever be written. Now, I have some problems with what a lot of people have stated. A lot of people have stated that Far From Home was a slow-paced movie. It was one of not the best Spider-Man. I agree with that to a certain extent. Now, this one, people were saying the first hour was a little bit boring. Um, I would disagree, but I will also say that if you did think it was boring, uh, you were expecting something different than a than 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 a MCU Spider-Man movie because they take time with their characters. They don't just, you know, it's not a Venom Let There Be Carnage ninety-minute movie. I mean, it's a two and a half hour movie. So, but. That hour, the first hour, okay, let's just say this. The first hour leads up to the last hour and a half of the movie, okay? Probably the probably the first 45 minutes leads into the, the final hour and a half that was left of the movie. Um, it's beautifully made. I mean, the CGI was fantastic. It, the story was great. Now, there, going into the movie, I didn't um, really like the way that... Peter was upset that they died in their own universes, but I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't anymore. Due to how they did it here, and I think they did this here fantastic as an explanation of to why they did that. Now, out of five stars, it's a five out of five for me. Um, and though this is not just hype. Um, it's this. This was way better than Avengers Endgame, and I don't even think Endgame is on the spectrum of a best Marvel movie. Um, I think in, uh, Infinity War is the better, um, is the best Avengers movie in probably top five Marvel movies in uh, in history. Um, so this 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 out this because Avengers Endgame was overhyped. I believe this this was not overhyped, um, and we're going to get into the spoilers here in just a few seconds. Um, but this was not overhyped. I, I agree that everything that happened in it happened for a reason. And guys, if you're watching the trailer, just know this: like in every other Marvel movie, there are two scenes in the whole entire trailer that do not exist in the first 45 minutes of this movie. The entire trailer, except for two scenes, is in the first 45 minutes. Believe me not. <laughs> I I was like, maybe, maybe they'll do something different uh, this time, but actually, no. Alright, so I'm going to get a sip of water. 
And when I get back from taking a sip of water, it's going to give you five seconds to take this off and not listen to it. If you have not seen the movie, it is a spoiler alert breakdown. Here we go. All right. I gave you like eight seconds there. Here is the spoiler breakdown for Spider-Man No Way Home. So, we see kind of a flashback to what happened in Far From Home. We see Mysterio or Quentin Beck um, revealing the identity of Spider-Man. Then, we see Peter, Aunt May, you know, MJ, and Ned... They are all getting interrogated, like by the FBI, and they're like, "Oh, you, you know, Spider-Man's the bad guy. He killed Mysterio, stuff like that." So he doesn't speak without a lawyer, and so he go. They go home, and no one other than the freaking Matt Murdock Daredevil is standing there, being Peter's lawyer. I mean, when this happened, I was like, holy shit, it's Daredevil. Oh, my God, it's, it's Murdoch. It's Murdoch. Um, but, guys, don't get your hopes up. He was only in there for, like, 60, 90 seconds. So it was just enough to get a glimpse of the uh, lawyer side of Matt Murdoch. He then, um, being, the, being the blind lawyer, a brick is thrown inside the window and instead of Spider-Man catching it, <laughs> Matt Murdock catches it, and they're all shocked. And they're like, how did you do that, man? It was <laughs> it was crazy. So everybody knows Peter. They're taking pictures of him in the school. You know, he it's his senior year. And they're welcoming Peter Parker, Spider-Man, to senior year. Um, so... MJ, Peter, and Ned apply for uh, apply to MIT, um, but then they are rejected because of. So Peter is rejected because he's Spider Man and he's this air quote evil guy. MJ and Ned are rejected because they are friends and associated with Spider Man. So then. They're all upset, and Peter realizes this is his fault. So he then visits the Sanctum Centurium to, to visit Doctor Strange. And after a while, after a little bit of bickering back and forth, Doctor Strange finally says, okay, there is a spell that we can do. Um, but there, people are going to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So everyone's still going to know you. Everyone's still going to know Spider-Man. But they're not going to know that you two are the same person. And we've seen this in the trailer. Um, where Parker and Pete, uh, you know, Parker is sitting there. And he's like, no, I need this people to to know. And not this person, this person, this person, this person. Interrupts the spell. And this... It kind of like erupts. And Doctor Strange has to contain this eruption. Um, and then he tells him that, look, you interrupted my spell like 10 times. You, you need to leave. You just screwed this whole spell up. You know, I have it contained for now. Um, I have it contained for now. Just leave. Just anything else like this, it would be bad. 
So he then talks to <laughs> um, Peter, calls Flash, and you know is like, "Hey, man, look, I'm gonna tell everybody you're my best friend. I need the MIT administrator." He advises Peter to go hunt for her because she's on her way now to the airport. Peter runs on the bridge, finds the taxi that this lady is, the the MIT administrator where she is sitting in, currently going to the airport. He knocks on a window and he says, "Hey, look, don't don't punish MJ and Ned for 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 my mistakes. Let them be free." So he then his spider sense then starts to tingle and he's like, "Uh oh, here we go." And then it's Dr. Ock. Dr. Octavius. Doc Ock is here. My One of my favorite villains in the entire Spider-Man universe. Um, I think he's just great. Um, so they start to fight. Because Doc Ock realizes from the, from the, from the uh, first Spider-Man 2 from Sam Raimi that my machine is gone. The sun is gone. And he's trying to fight Peter. Thinking this is the Peter um, from his universe. So, during this entire squirrel that they're having, you know, uh, Doc Ock rips Peter's uh, nanotech from his um, iron spider suit, and then that then bonds with his 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 tentacles, and it's cool because and then and then you're not thinking, you know, the nanotech is there, and he gets on the tentacles, and you're like, uh oh, he's gonna kind of become more powerful. But then you remember that the Iron Spider suit, Peter has control over the nanotechnology in his suit. So now he can control the tentacles and he used it to wrap, um, he used it to wrap a Doc Ock up into his, you know, to kind of arrest him, have his arms tied with, with the tentacles. But during all this, you know, he took, Doc Ock swept the taxi off the bridge and then he, Peter goes to save, and it happens to be the net, uh, the um, the MIT administrator. So he saves her by using the tentacles against him. So she then tells Peter that you know you are safe, and I'm going to talk to MIT about all three of you. Um, and then you see this big cloud in the sky. And you're like, oh no, what is this? Green Goblin. Ret- comes through the dust and he throws a pumpkin ball and it blows up. Then Strange, Doctor Strange comes and takes Dr. Octavius and puts him in like a holding cell in the uh, sanctum. As well as Kirk Connors. We did not see a lot of the lizard. Um, You do not see the lizard be captured. Um, Doctor Strange was in the sewers and found... Uh, lizard and use his little pew thing on his wrist and put him in the in a cell. So then Doctor Strange then explains to Peter that the spell that he used and Peter had interrupted summoned all the people from the universe of of the multiverse of different Spider Mans. Basically, okay, basically, it's a little confusing. So basically, the people that knew a Peter Parker in any other universe is going to come through until they can get the 
the the the the, the multiverse to under control. So he then tells Parker, "Hey, we need you to go and capture all these people here." Gives him a little on um, the thing that he used to capture uh, Doc Ock and Lizard, and put him, you know, assign it to a suit, and said, "All you gotta do is press the button, and they automatically come here." And then one of the most cooler scenes of the movie is now around this point, and that's when we see. Electro and Sandman be captured with Spider-Man. And I thought this was great because in the beginning of the movie, you kind of see Spider-Man, they throw, they didn't really explain if it was green slime or green paint, but they threw some type of green material that could not come off of the Spider-Man suit. And so he basically just turned the suit inside out and that's what gave him the black Spider-Man suit. Um, so then there's a cool scene where he kind of overcharges Electro enough to capture him. He, alongside that, captures uh, Sandman or Flint Marco, whatever you want to call him, captures him. And they're, you know now there's four people in these cells. And this is where a lot of people, if you don't understand the Spider-Man... Um, history, you're not going to understand Feast. And Feast is this, how could I call it? It's a home, kind of like a homeless shelter or a shelter for abused women, stuff like a, like a shelter. It's a shelter. And May happens to work there. And he go and, 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 and Peter goes there and May tells him that there is this man that, that needs to see him. And it is Dr. Osborne. And he tells Peter that, you know, he doesn't know anything. None of this is him. And so Peter and May kind of convinces Peter and makes Peter feel feel bad for, you know, Osborne and the Green Goblin in the situation. And Osborne, here's a cool thing. They brought back from the first one the homeless look. He got into the feast building looking looking homeless. So Peter takes Osborne to the to the um, sanctum as well, and they start as they start to chat. They realize that they were all pulled from their universes right before they died. And while this is going on, Strange is preparing a spell. That's going to be contained in a box. And it's, it presses a button. And he's going to send them all back to the universe. And if they die. They die. Peter then has the you know the good guy. And he's like we should cure them first. We shouldn't you know. Lizards shouldn't look like they should go back to the die. Because once they, once they came into the universe. I'm assuming that. They took the same form. Because, because here's the confusing part. In the original, in the in the other Spider-Man movies that these character that these villains are coming from, they are, you know, they can they can 
they can turn from human form to to creature form, whatever they whatever they are. And this one, they kind of stay their creature form, like Sandman. You don't see the Flint Marco character until the very end. You just see a Sandman, and then same thing with Lizard. You don't see Doctor Connors. You just see a Lizard the entire time, and that is that's what's so fascinating to me. And and so then Peter webs the box from Doctor Strange, and there they have a fight into what strange calls the mirror effect and it's just going basically where doctor strange can win in his own universe or his own reality i guess you can call it a reality and peter parker one ups doctor strange and figures out that his reality is just math and outsmarts him and contains doctor strange and captured into this reality this mirror reality and he goes back to to his earth so peter's like hey guys i'm gonna i'm gonna you know cure you and then i'm gonna put you back in the universe i'm not gonna put you back like you are um so he takes them to happy hogan's house which they are now staying at because it is more of a secured location um so they're coming up with 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 the cures and the ways to help you know, Dr. Connors and, and Dr. Osborne, not Connors, um, Electro, I can't think of his name, Dylan, I don't know why I'm forgetting, that's my name, uh, but trying to come up cures with for, for Dylan and Dr. Osborne, and then the goblin takes over and kind of convinces all the villains that we need to portray Parker and we need to defeat Parker because he's going to send us back no matter what. And so, Electro, Sandman, and Lizard get away. Osborne stays, and they kind of have a little fight, him and Peter, and Osborne, Green Goblin, uh, sadly kills Aunt May. And this was a scene that um, I, I did not expect. Uh, this was a hard one to, this was a hard scene to watch. Um. I didn't expect anyone else to die because there's been a lot of death in the Marvel the past few movies. Um, but I cried here um, because Aunt May thought she was okay and that she just needed to catch her breath and to rest and so she lays down on the apartment that is now torn to pieces from the pumpkin bomb from Green Goblin and how she was injured was he took his glider and he ran into the side of her and as she's laying down Peter figures out that she's bleeding and from there she kind of said her final goodbye and she told him with power comes great responsibility It was sad to watch because he was saying goodbye to someone who didn't have to take care of him, who didn't have to love him. They could have treated him like the evil step. You, you know what I mean? They could have treated him like an evil stepsister. Um, but she didn't. She treated him like her own. And that goes deep with me because, you know, my mom's my world. And. She was like his mom, and that uh, that 
that really killed me. Happy is looking in through the window from his car and he realizes that May's gone. As Peter kind of looks up at him and shakes his head, yeah. That was another hard scene for me to watch. Um, so when Peter is going to cure these, jumping back a little bit, when Peter takes you know, the villains to Happy's apartment to cure them, he sends MJ and Ned away and says, when I call you until you depress this button, press it. That means they're all cured and they can go back to the universe. Uh, Ned is then left with... So, here's the cool thing. And I didn't mention this. I'm, I'm going all over the place. I'm leaving out not small details, but just details that... You know, I, did, I, did, I don't remember straight off the brain, but now, now that I get to it, I remember, oh, yes, yeah, what happened? So when Peter, you know, locked Doctor Strange in his own in his own reality, he took the magic ring from Doctor Strange. There's probably a name for it. I'm calling it a magic ring. I, I'm sorry. That's what I'm calling it. Um, and so he gives it to Ned. And so this is when Ned learns to open portals is using... The, 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 um, oh my god, this sling ring that's what it's called. Uses a sling ring from Doctor Strange, and they can't find Peter. And they're watching on the news, and the news is like one at least one dead, multiple injured, and they're not sure what's happened. So Ned figures out a way to open portals, and he says, Let me see, you know, Peter Parker, and they see Spider-Man in an alleyway, kind of bent down, and looks like he's about to take off, and say, Peter, over here, and he jumps through the portal, <laughs> it's fucking Andrew Garfield, <laughs> and it actually happened, um, Andrew Garfield is actually in the movie, so that kind of got a shock out of me because we knew I think we knew that it was going to happen but we weren't given any type of confirmation we were given that stupid trailer the the, the stupid scene in the trailer where it shows Lidred's head slinking you know to the side but we, we weren't for sure people were because there was a lot of things people said that oh, look at this this means this and it, and it wasn't even close to true um and then they find another Peter Parker, and lo and behold, it's Tobey Maguire. And at this moment, the theater is going effing nuts. On a Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock, it's going crazy. So, it goes on, and Peter is absolutely destruct on... Basically blaming himself for, for, for the murder of May. And Ned and MJ finally find him and you know they they're hugging him and they're comforting him. I, I and I don't know if they figured out that May was killed. I, I don't really know because they did it they didn't they, they didn't say that. And so they mentioned that hey, there's some people we'd like for you to meet and 
both of the Spider-Men, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, show up. And they share their stories of losing Uncle Ben and losing Gwen and encourage him to still fight in Aunt May's honor. And it was um it was it was amazing because you're seeing that it still kills Peter uh, Tobey Maguire's Peter over the death of Uncle Ben and how he took down the killer that he thought killed him and it turned out it wasn't and Tom Holland's Peter just wanted to give up and they're like you can't give up you can't so there's a, it goes to a um it goes to a science lab and all the Spider-Men are there and they're developing cures for the for the villains and so they kind of bait uh, Electro, Sandman, and Lizard to the Statue of Liberty, and they have this bit. There's this just epic fight scene, and then um, Toby Maguire and, uh, and 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 Peter cure Marco and Connors. They cure Sandman and they cure the Lizard. At this time, Strange arrives. And he's about to end the whole thing. And they figure out that... He figures out that, no, Peter has really figured out this cure for the villains. And he's like, oh my god. What is, um, what is happening here? And he lets him cure him. And then, he, so he's still... He's still, he's got the box, and so how Strange comes in is, and I'm guys, I know I'm all over the place. Forgive me, I don't have, maybe I should have pulled up the entire plot, um, but I'm not looking at it, I'm just literally going by memory. Um, so, how Strange came in was Ned could not close a he couldn't he did he doesn't know how to close portals he just knows how to open them and so lizard chased mj and ned out of the port comfort of the portal that they were in and they go to the side of the building and then ned opens up another portal and it happens to be the portal dr strange was in and dr strange comes into the building so now back to where we were at Strange has the box with the spell, and he is about to press the button and get all everybody back to where they're supposed to belong. Green Goblin throws a pumpkin bomb into the box and blows the box to pieces. And here's where. I was really emotional in this part. So, all that's left is Goblin. Only villain that's left that's uncured is Goblin. At this point. And it's now Peter. Tom Holland's Peter. And Green Goblin. Face to face. Goblin looks up at Peter and says, Oh. 
You're such a wimp because you couldn't send me back to my universe where I'm going to die. Peter, still with remorse in his eyes and his mind for killing Aunt May, goes, No, I just wanted you here so I can kill you myself. And that was the blow that blew the roof off the theater. It was like, oh my goodness. They're fi- I mean, Tom Holland was whooping his ass. I'm sorry. Spider Green Gom was getting his ass whooped by, by Spider-Man here. I mean, <coughs> it was crazy. Peter beats up Green Goblin. He takes his glider and is about to stab Green Goblin and kill him. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man comes in, kind of grabs the glider. It says, no, we can't end it this way. He forces Tom Holland's Peter to put the glider down. And then Goblin takes out a knife and it stabs Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker in the back and throws him off the building that they were fighting on or whatever they were fighting on. And he is then injected with the cure. And that's it. That was the fight scene. And so they, all three Spider Men are sitting there. And you're thinking you're going to say goodbye to Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. This is where I was really emotional because I was like, no, they're going to kill my childhood. No way they're going to do that. Um, luckily, they did it. Tom McGuire didn't, didn't die. He did sacrifice himself, though, but not in, you know, he didn't sacrifice himself in a deadly way. Um, Peter realizes something's going on with Doctor Strange. So he jumps up to the Statue of Liberty where Doctor Strange is at. He's like, hey, what's going on? He goes, look, this portal is, is not closing. It. You see, and it was you see outlines of the figures coming into the universe, and they're like, "This is not going to change. This is they're going to keep coming." And that's when Peter looks up at Doctor Strange and says, "Only way to fix this is if pe- people no longer realize um, that I'm Spider-Man. Erase that from everybody's memory." And at this point, Doctor Strange realizes that. Peter Parker's no longer a little kid, no longer a boy. He's now a man because he's making man decisions. He goes and tells everyone goodbye, and he promises MJ and Ned that he's going to find them again. And Dr. Strange casts a spell. Everyone's returned to their universes and wipes everyone's memory of Parker from everyone in the current universe um, while they still retain knowledge of a Spider-Man. Um, I was kind of confused a little bit because in the beginning of the movie, it was just that people are not, are not going to remember that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. They're going to know Peter Parker and they're going to know there's a Spider-Man, but they're not going to know the man behind the mask. Now, why was it changed at the end that no one could know Peter Parker either? Like, so Peter Parker just never existed. It it didn't make sense why the spell changed all of a sudden. But anyways, so we then see Peter Parker with a note, and he's like, hey, my name is Peter Parker. You don't know me, but and then 
walks into the coffee shop that MJ works at and Ned's there and he can't do it. He can't reintroduce himself as Peter Parker. So he just orders a coffee and leaves. The next scene is Peter at morning at Aunt May's grave. Then we see Happy Hogan. And you're thinking, wow. Wow. Somebody, Happy is going to know who this guy is. And this is where, this is where it was confusing as well. And Happy goes, yeah, how did you know her? And Peter just goes, because of Spider-Man. Now, if Happy had knowledge of 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 Aunt May. So is it May that Aunt May no longer has a nephew named Peter Parker? Or that he just didn't know about the nephew Peter Parker? I see that that's where it was a little that's where it was a little foggy for me. We then see Peter moving into an apartment. And I did not catch this until the end. And my brother had mentioned this out to me. And when Peter is unloading his boxes, it says GED test. Peter Parker drops out of school. He dropped out of high school. That was crazy. Um, it was nuts. And we see Peter making a new Spider-Man suit. And resuming Spider-Man. That was Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was a ride. It was... Um, it was crazy. It was unbelievable. And... You know, I think with Marvel movies like this, and especially with Endgame, I don't think they need comedy in them. I know... I know they're known for for their comedy antics, but I don't think they need comedy in these types of superhero movies. Yeah, I mean, sure, a joke or two there is fine, but but you don't need to make the whole movie try to be comedic. Like um, a few things that I did enjoy, they Marvel made fun of the early Spider-Man Sony stuff. You know, they were Jamie Jamie Foxx is like, have a new look. He's no longer blue. He's this black man that just happens to have electrical powers. Um they make a joke about about Tobin Maguire Spider Man having webs, you know, from, from his actual wrist. They don't have to have web shooters. I thought that was well done as well. Um all else this was a, this was a this was a fine. It, I mean, it was beautifully fine, perfect movie. Um, the CGI was perfect. The acting was phenomenal. The acting was was pure phenomenal. Um, and I know I'm missing some. I know I'm missing some. Oh, I know what I missed. So, it, you, you guys remember in Spider-Man Two, the reason Doc Ock goes 
um, it is this bad guy because the the kind of the the wire that he had hooked to his brain kind of blew up and it kind of made the tentacles um <clears throat> it made the tentacles um they were the boss of him he wasn't the boss of them they changed that and they gave him a new whatever that chip was and they replaced it and he had um he had control over over the tentacles again and this time he knew what he was doing and he was not the bad guy in this movie um he was actually helping all three spider-men out doing this and i mean this movie was was perfect in my eyes um don't think they could have done it any better i love how they brought in the spider-men just nonchalant i loved it you did not expect it to come um so, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. We've been on for 40 minutes, Pro- probably a little longer when I add the introduction and all that in here. But, yeah, it was, it's crazy. I didn't expect a Spider-Man movie to do this um, or a Marvel movie to just leave me speechless. But this Spider-Man left me speechless. And right now, I would take a bullet for Tom Holland, the role that he played. For giving us Peter Parker, Spider-Man, I would take a bullet for that man right now. So, it was crazy. I, I get emotional just thinking about just the movie in general. I mean, I said this in the beginning. This is the greatest superhero movie I've ever seen. One of the greatest movies to ever be created and it is by far the greatest spider-man movie to ever exist i've said my piece let me guys know what you think by sending an email the hodgepodge productions at gmail.com that's always in the description box of the episode notes of the podcast let me know what you think of my um kind of my spoilers here kind of my clues on the movie and what you thought of the movie at Instagram and I am Mr. Dylan Hodge and at the Hodgepodge podcast on Instagram. As always, enjoy and frown less.